Hey, what's up? Dr. Ben Atkins here with FearlessSocial.com. This week, we're going to be talking about how a simple high school psychology lesson can change your business forever. Let's do it. Ben Atkins here, and welcome back to Fearless Social. I took a couple weeks off and uh, wanted to jump back in with uh, something that's kind of a big deal to me in my business and uh, for a lot of our clients. What is it about high school that makes us just go to sleep when we hear it? You know, anything that uh, they, you know, anybody's teaching in high school, we we kind of get to that point where I think we shut it off as man, that was just that was awful. I, there was nothing I learned in high school that uh, really can uh, help me. In the world today, and I, you know, that's that's a lot of crap. Just to be real honest with you, I, I know there's a ton of things I picked up in high school that uh, help me every single day. And uh, today, I want to share one of those things with you. So, one of the big things that I picked up a long time ago, and I only recently realized how important it was because of well, the job that I have now. I guess you could call it a job. Um, would have to be this thing called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I know, scares just scares the heck out of me saying it, right? So the important thing about this hierarchy of needs is it really explains to us why people buy what they do, why they do what they do, why people behave a certain way. And whether you agree with this thing 100% or not, you, you can find a lot of truth in it. So first things first, let me actually say something to preface what I'm going to go through today. And when I say Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I don't want you to fall asleep uh, because this is going to be very interesting and very quick, I promise. But what I mean is this, when we really get into our buying decisions and the way we behave, uh, we start to figure out that, you know, buying a new TV, buying a new car, buying, you know, healthcare, you know, all of those things are really governed by some very basic actions. You know, nobody really buys a car because of why they tell themselves they buy a car. Typically not anyway. Most of the time we purchase things based on a very caveman-esque sort of motivation. And then how we justify that is something that's uh, a little bit more practical, right? So, for instance, uh, when people lose weight, you know, and they, they spend money on a personal trainer, what are they actually spending money on? Most people like to tell themselves, you know, I want to be healthier. I want to have more energy to play with my kids. And that's that's really what they tell us. But in actuality, most people are working out to get laid more. <laughs> and, and I say that, you know, laughing, but at the same time, it's the truth. They want to look, you know, better to the opposite sex or whoever they're trying to attract. And that's not cool to just come out and say though, right? So we come up with all these secondary things as to, okay, why we would want you to think we're doing it. That's our excuse for why we do it. And it's really weird that we can't get those things out, but buying a new car is the same thing. Most people buy a new car because they feel better about being in it because they think they're more attractive to, you know, their peers. When in actuality, what we tell people is, you know, the gas mileage is better and, uh, you know, I, my kids, my kids are safer in it. And while all those things are very important, the big thing is understanding why people actually 
buy things, why people actually behave the way they do. And a really good map for us to actually get down to why people do what they do is something called Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. It's just an old psychological principle that was put together by a very interesting person. Google it, Wikipedia. I'm not going to work run you through the history. Let's just go through how you could actually use this damn thing. So this is basically how it works out. It's a pyramid. Things at the bottom of the pyramid are the foundation as to why we do things, and they're more important. Things towards the top of the pyramid are basically things that only become important when we have the things below it in the pyramid met. So go ahead and Google this when you get time. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I'm going to go through it real quick. So there's basically five different levels to this. There's the first level, which is physiological, our physiological needs. The things we have to have, they're the most immediate things. Otherwise, we die really quickly. Okay? The next level is safety. And I'll go through all these and kind of tell you some examples in a minute. Safety, uh, which... Once again, pretty stinking important. Otherwise, we die pretty quick. Next is love and belonging. Esteem comes after that. And then self-actualization. Okay? So don't worry too much about those because I'll paint this picture for you very quickly. Let's start at the very bottom. Things you must have or you will die very, very quickly. So physiological. First thing, air. <laughs> you know, most of us, we have to breathe. And if we don't breathe, we're going to die within a couple minutes. Okay? So that's huge. And you got to think, the things that we will do if we don't have air pretty much dictate how we act, okay? Food, water, sex, sleep, homeostasis, excretion, which is, you know, defecating and urinating. <laughs> All of those things become very important. Now, some of the people may say, you know, sex doesn't seem that important. But in the grand scheme of things, the way the human race actually makes itself, you know, last it's pretty important. Sleep, pretty important. Homeostasis, which is the balance with the things that are around you to decrease stress, pretty stinking important. So you got to think, the physiological things on this pyramid, we will do almost anything, anything if they go away to get them back. You know, if you're without food or water, you're going to do just about anything to get those back. If you're without sleep, you'll do just about anything to get some sleep. If you can't breathe, yeah, you'll do just about anything. Now, Think about this in terms of buying behavior. Now, in our current society, this is not the most important thing because it's pretty much met. It's pretty much met all the time, and we're lucky. In some cultures, it's not met as easily, and it becomes a very big deal very quickly, and people would pay anything or do anything to get those things. Now, the next thing is safety. That's the second level up in this pyramid if you're playing along at home. It's security of body, so feeling like we're not going to be attacked. Of employment, you know, making sure you have a way to make ends meet and make money or make resources that you can make life for yourself. Resources, morality, you know, family, of health, of property. So resources that fit into a lot of these things here. So it's really about security in a lot of these areas. All right, the next thing is love and belonging. And love and belonging is where most of our transactions in our current society actually start to happen because that's kind of the level that we're on right now. We know most of us are able to meet our physiological needs. Most of us are able to meet our safety needs because of, you know, how our society works. But we will do anything to get more friendship, you know, more family stuff going, more belonging with those two groups and for sexual intimacy. Think about the things that you bought. Why do we work out? Why do we spend money on the gym or physical fitness? Why do we buy new cars? Why do we buy houses? 
you know, could we live in a smaller house? Could we live in a smaller apartment? Could we live, you know, with a car that just kind of gets us from one place to the other? But the thing is, is we tend to assume that these things make us belong more. And I don't care who you are. These things actually matter. I'd like to think of myself as someone that these things don't matter so much. But in the grand scheme of things, these things affect me. Because, well, let's look at it this way. I may not have the best for myself, but the best for my kids, I try to provide those things. So they absolutely affect me. Okay? So understanding that the love and belonging stage of this pyramid, this Maslow's hierarchy of needs, is where a lot of your buying decisions come in. Notice I didn't say, you know, hey, we... uh we go out and we become, we want to become fit for, you know, health. That's the excuse we give. <laughs> you know, that's the thing, or self-esteem, confidence. That's not that important yet. The next level, after we've achieved both physiological safety and love and belonging, the next stage is where we will spend our money. We spend money for self-esteem, for confidence, for achievement, to get respect by others. And that's where you start getting to even some more buying decisions. This is kind of another place where our society is at. We will spend money to get the respect of others. And if you can just play into that, if you can just give away for someone to be more confident, for someone to get the respect of others, that's a big, big deal to up their self-esteem. And you can sell a lot of things there. Last thing is self-actualization. That's the top of the pyramid. That's not important at all until we satisfy all the needs below that. That's for morality, that's creativity, spontaneity, problem solving, lack of prejudice, acceptance of facts. Let's think about creativity here. Most of us will really start to spend money on creative things, creative hobbies that we want once every need is met below that. So how do you use this? How do you actually use this in your business? Stop thinking about why people come into your business for what you think it is on the surface. You know, people will basically operate on a couple levels. They will operate to satisfy and fix a pain, which is this hierarchy of needs, and they will operate to belong more, which is also on this hierarchy of needs. So here's the exercise. Go over to Google right now. Type in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Find the pyramid, and you'll see an area where you've got all of these needs inside. And I want you to really ask yourself, what needs does my product actually solve? And I guarantee you someone's going to be listening to this and they're going to go there, they're going to look it up and they're going to say, you know what, I can't really find them on here because you know what, people just need their pipes cleaned. <laughs> people just need um, to lose weight. People don't need to lose weight. They don't need to lose weight. Why do they want to lose weight? And that's what you're going to find on this pyramid of needs. In Grand scheme of things, I want to keep this as short as possible, but the grand scheme of things, most of us out there that are running businesses, selling something, have a bullshit answer as to why people buy from us. It's not about service. It's not about um, our food is the best. It's about something else. I know a lot of people that eat at certain restaurants, not because the food's decent, but because of the relationships and the confidence that they get from eating there. They get respect from others because they're eating there. They get a sense of love and belonging because the other people that are there when they eat there. And you have to really figure out what is it about your business, your product, or your service that actually fills one of these needs. And if you can nail which need these things fill, your advertising will change pretty much overnight. All right. So like I said, this is one of those things that I would love to discuss further. I'm sure it's going to stir a little bit of controversy because 
I know a ton of marketers out there that are really smart that look at this and say, well, you know, I, I don't, this doesn't apply to me. This is too basic. You know, my service is different. Bullshit. This is something that if you really look at the set of needs, the physiological, the safety, the love and belonging, the esteem and the self-actualization levels, you're going to understand that your product operates on one level of those, if not a few multiple. And if you can really figure out what need that it actually fills, what category it fits in, your advertising will change pretty much overnight and your sales will go up because now you will be speaking the language of the person that's wanting to buy from you. All right, Dr. Ben Atkins here. I hope you enjoyed uh, our return episode of the Fearless Social Podcast. For more, you can find us at fearlesssocial.com. We're there every day writing uh, lots of cool stuff about how you can change your business through intelligent marketing and really take it to the next level. All right, I will see you next time on the Fearless Social Podcast.